Good morning, and let's uh, welcome and thank our sixth grade for uh, boldly proclaiming the word of God today with us and, and, and helping us with our liturgy. Let's put our, they read so well today, so thank you. I think everyone could use a little dose of comfort. The first words of Isaiah today, comfort, give comfort. To and the word comfort in Hebrew, well, you know, comfort means a lot of things to us in English. It means that we have exams and tests coming up, and so give me some comfort. It means that I've been sick, please comfort me. Uh, there are so many different ways in English that we mean, and we do in all those ways need to be comforted. In Hebrew, it means also to be restored. And even in the Syrian language, it means to be raised from the dead. How many people need that comfort? We all need some sort of comfort the second week of Advent. Uh, and, you know, so we have things that, you know, God gather us to comfort us because how can we comfort the world unless we somehow comfort each other with the good news first? What will we give to people on Christmas? How can it be comforting to them if it's not, first of all, comforting to us? And so, you know, God's gathering us. And, and you know those words that, that the diet of John the Baptist, you know, uh, locusts and honey. How many of you guys would eat locusts and honey for dessert on Christmas Day? Gross, uh, I was saying. But, you know, in the Middle East, uh, locusts and honey is, I mean, it's like eating chocolate. So on Christmas, we're all going to have locusts and honey together. Not really. But locusts is what they ate or what, what, what they think of is the exodus. When Jesus was, God was gathering the people from Egypt to comfort them. That's what they think of when they think of the locusts, the exodus, or honey. God was going to bring them into the promised land. He was going to keep his promise. See, people don't always keep their promise. We all have failed at promises, but God keeps his promise. And he was going to bring them into the promised land as a people. He was gathering them for the promised land to comfort them. So there's things as a people that are inside of us and around us. All of us need something that, that God wants to comfort this second Sunday of Advent. You know, uh, there's things inside of us that that need restoration, that need to be restored, risen from the dead. Those are things like, well, we all know anger or resentment or animosity or, you know, just pettiness sometimes. These are things, these sins, whatever, that we need to bring out into the wilderness to give to John the Baptist today. Those are things where God wants to comfort us, to restore us. 
And, and sometimes we have shame, and, and we have to welcome our shame and then bring it out into the wilderness. Sometimes we're too critical, and we have to bring our criticism out to the wilderness and give it to John the Baptist. You know, because our, our self-critic shamed, then our shame causes us our self-critic. And then we just need to bring it all out in the wilderness. Lay it on the altar. Give it to John the Baptist so it can be touched by the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Christmas. That's where God wants to comfort us, in those places as we gather. You know, uh, I think of, of uh, everybody's in some way broken and and everyone needs to be comforted there in their brokenness. I think of Robert Bochum, who worked with light. And, and he, when he was a little child, maybe, maybe about the age of you guys in the sixth grade, he was walking through the streets of Germany. This is during World War II. And there was a, a German motorcycle blown up. And there was glass on the rearview mirror. And later on, when he was talking at a science convention about the science of light, someone asked him about his childhood. And he said, that day I picked up a broken piece of glass from this rearview mirror. And I noticed that the sunlight mirror into those dark places where light could not teach reach. And he said, that became a metaphor for my life, that we have these broken pieces of glass inside of us, and they can reflect light to places that have no light. That's what God wants to do for all of us, is he wants to shine his comfort down those places that need to be restored in us as he gathers us. So on Christmas, we can reflect that light and that light can't normally reach that need to be restored. You know, I think of one more World War II story, uh, and these are all true. During World War II here in this country, Everybody was on food stamps. And, and you couldn't find rubber or rubber bands because they were all being used for tanks and whatnot overseas. And this one lady by the name of Anne, now Sister Anne, she recalls that her uncle was coming back from the front lines for Christmas. And they wanted to give him a gift to comfort him, but they had nothing to give him. So she is a little girl. They had an idea. They asked her to give her food stamp up so that they could get him a special gift. And at five years old, she gave her food stamp up so that her uncle could receive a little Christmas gift coming from the front line and to comfort him. 
That's what God's trying to do. He wants to take, gather us so that we can bring comfort to the world. We have to let him restore us and comfort those places that need his light. In order to do that this second Sunday of Advent, I thought we could pray the litany of the heart together. So let us humbly, with John the Baptist, present our heart for God's comfort. Let us kneel and pray this together. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus, you created me in love and for love. Bring me to a place of vulnerability within the safe. Help me today by transforming my closed heart into a heart that can love you, myself, and my neighbor as you intend. Jesus, I offer you my heart with all its sufferings. Jesus, I offer you my heart with all its doubts. Jesus, I offer you my heart with all its hurts. Jesus, I offer you my heart with all its fears. Jesus, I offer you my heart with all its burdens. Jesus, I offer you my heart with all its hope and all its lack of hope. Jesus, I offer you my heart with all its joy and all its lack of joy. Jesus, I offer all its love and all its lack of love. Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. When I'm withdrawn, Lord, have mercy. When I'm consumed with worry, when I numb out, when I feel cynical, when I lose trust, when I'm distracted, when I try to escape my feelings, when my body holds my stress, when I'm under pressure, when I'm filled with anger, when I become obsessed with tasks, when I feel the urge to act out, feel ashamed, when I feel unforgiven. Jesus, I know you love me with all my wounds. Jesus, my helper. Jesus, light of my mind. Jesus, my guide. Jesus, my teacher. Jesus, bread of life. Jesus, face of mercy. Jesus, my redeemer. Jesus, my life. Jesus, my desire. Jesus, my comforter. Jesus, my trust. Jesus, my safe haven. You created me in love. Jesus, you created me for love. Jesus, you created me to be loved. Jesus, you created my heart. Jesus, you see my heart. Jesus, you know my true heart. Jesus, you comfort my heart. Jesus, you treasure my heart. Jesus, you encourage my heart. Jesus, you created me as your beloved. Jesus, awaken and restore my stony heart. My new heart. Jesus, draw close to me in my struggles. 
Jesus, forgive me. Jesus, give me new life. Jesus, hold me. Jesus, contain my stress. Jesus, relieve the pressure. Jesus, comfort my pain. Jesus, help me see that I'm not defined by what I do. Jesus, let all my actions flow from your love for me. Jesus, you give meaning to my life. Jesus, help me to love and forgive others. Jesus, help vulnerability. Lord, you are the healer and comforter of my soul and my heart. I ask that through this prayer you would transform me more and more into the likeness of your precious and sacred heart. Let your kindness and compassion transform my heart and bring me always into the security of your loving embrace.